headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money life, your work life, and in your relationship life. Phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, the fabulous Jade Warshaw, 888-825-5225. And we're going to stay right here as we start off our phone calls this hour in the shadows of Nashville, Tennessee. Dewey is on the line. Dewey, how can we help? Hi, Ken and Jade. It's an honor to speak with you both. Well, the honor is all, all ours. What's up? Um, so I've been playing with Chat GPT, um, Rationale, and other AI tools uh, since they came out, mm-hmm. and they're all very cool. Um, <laughs> they've increased my productivity by a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wonder if, like, my job as a data engineer, I feel like it's going to be fully replaced by AI okay. in the future. Hold on, you're and really. On of- hold on one second, because you're really smart, and I know you're smarter than me. All right. So I want to know what you are basing that concern on, specifically how AI is going to replace a data engineer. So, uh, like, Chat GPT has made my job easier. And I know, like, data analysts, there's uh, another tool out that I can't remember the name of mm-hmm. now, but you can hook your databases to that tool and it will. Um, it will run any type of question you have for you. You can ask it questions, things like that. So basically anything a data analyst would do, this tool is doing. But like even as a data engineer, I see that same thing happening with data engineering too. Um, it's already happened, I feel like, in some ways because what used to take me five hours to figure out i can figure out in five minutes okay absolutely but what is your role in giving information to chat beat uh, chat goodness gpt so what's your role because it doesn't do it on its own you've got a role you're doing some input yes or no yeah i am but that's hold on Hold on, I'm just walking through this with you. And then when you put the input in and ChatGPT gives you information back, what do you do with that? Um, I take it and I do something else with it. Like I make it, I make it run end to end. Right. Um, see, so my point is, is AI is not going to threaten people like you because AI will simply be a tool for people like you. It will not replace you because it cannot do what you can do. True or false? I mean, right now it can't, but in 10 years, I think it will be able to. Or okay, even five all right, years, really, sure. And I can't, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I would just tell you that AI it will never truly replace humans. It cannot. It can implement things that humans want it to implement. It can add to, and we're going to integrate it. But let's get to the heart of your question because there's something, there's a there's a fear, mm-hmm. there's a doubt underneath of this, and it's forming a question. What is it that you want to 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 know? What can we help you with? Yeah, so um so, like, my, I'm wondering if I should continue in this career because I, I got laid off in November. Oh, I'm um, sorry. So, yeah, so now my question is, like, should I even continue in this career or try to build a new career or a combination of both? Well, because, like, yes. Go ahead. Because what? 
because i feel like like if there's 100000 data engineering jobs today maybe in 5 years there'll only be 10000 of those yeah. because chat gpt and other ai tools sure. can help like make life easier all right so i'm going to ask you two simple questions and then we'll start to come up with a path forward do you still enjoy the work of being an engineer? Let's pull away yeah. from just data engineering, but the engineering mindset and the type of work that engineers do, do you enjoy the work? Yes. All right. Are you really good at the work? I'm, uh, I'm above average. Good. I'm not like a... Good. I know you are. Or YouTube. Yeah. You're good. Now, listen, the question is, the skill set you have now and the experience you've had up to this moment... Is that transferable in any other part of the working world? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. All right. So the mindset now is less about do I stay in data engineering or do I move into a different part of engineering or do I move completely to a completely different industry and I take all the engineer skill sets and experience and apply that there? It's less about that because we know you can do all three. The answer is, excuse me, the question we're looking for is, what is it that I want to do? And if you want to stay in data engineering, I would stay in it and I'd get back up on the horse and keep going. And I, it sucks that you got laid off, but that happens, especially in your world, uh, certainly in big tech jobs where they'll hire up. And then we've seen a pattern of them laying off a lot of people. That has nothing to do with you. That's the cycle. So maybe you want to look into you know, maybe smaller companies, small businesses that are still uh, can do very, very large revenue. Um, small business classification in America goes up to, I believe, 499, maybe 599 employees. So you can kind of guard yourself from some of that up and down volatility that we see with public companies. But you just have to ask yourself, what is it that I want to do? What kind of work do I want to do? And then we say, all right, where can I do that? And we don't worry about things that we cannot control, which is, is AI going to replace me? I think that's further off than you believe. And I think you'll also get way more evidence of that. And it'll be very, very obvious as well. I don't think it's going to sneak up on you. What do you think about that? Well, um, I, I worry about that because like my my brother works at Google and he had to sell off all his stocks in January because everybody at Google is freaking out about Chad GPT. Uh, okay, so, hold on. I feel like we went down, we went back down the same path. Hysteria. What, I, what I'm saying is, is you're scared, but I'm also asking you to acknowledge that you have value in so many different places that you don't need to worry about chat GPT and artificial intelligence is not your enemy. You have opportunity. You're focusing on an enemy and not opportunity. It's a mindset. This is all I, all I can coach you on on this particular call is mindset. But do you see what I'm asking you to see? Do you see the opportunity versus the enemy? I do. Okay. I do now. Opportunity, Dewey opportunity and you have so much to give the world so let's start looking at practical things like where can i do what i do that's it that's all i want you looking at where can i do what i do and then who do i know over there or who do i know that knows somebody over there and so now we're getting very tactical and we're looking to replace our income and do something that we know that we're very good at doing and we're not going to worry about long off storms and stuff like that. It's just a recipe for fear, Jade. And then what happens is when all I think about is the enemy, 
I can't move forward because I'm only looking at the enemy and I live scared. That's right. You know, there's a progression to these things. And thank God, because during that progression, you have the time to adapt. Yes. And you see where your inroads are and you see where your opportunities are. So it's not just it's from here to complete doom and gloom. That's right. You got a progression and you have the ability to adapt. Dewey, you got this. You have so much value. Believe it and act like it. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is my colleague, and she joins me this hour, 888 5225. Hey, we have so many people that are joining the show all the time, and those of you who've been listening and watching for a while, and we would love for you to help us spread the word. If this show is adding any value to you, imagine uh, how we could help other people, and you're the greatest source of marketing prowess that exists on the planet. Just good old-fashioned word of mouth. So would you consider subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing the show with a friend or family member? We would appreciate it. But can I just say... um, This is not an invitation for somebody who disagrees with us or doesn't like us to just go drop trash in the comments. If it doesn't do anything for you, then don't say nothing. Don't say anything. It's kind of like my grandmama used to say, if you can't say something good, don't say anything. Come on, Kenneth. And uh, it's kind of personal for you, too. Welcome to the welcome to the club, Look, though, I, I should say. I got initiated into the club. It's funny. The, the very first time I was on here with Dave, mm-hmm. we know we did a little social media post, and a guy came in there, and he was like, so, because, you know, I told a little of my story, and the guy says, so basically, all you have to do is be an idiot with money, and Dave Ramsey will hire you. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Yeah, I did dumb stuff with money. Yeah. And then a couple days later, lady comes on and says, who would ever listen to you? And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Because you paid off almost 500 grand in debt and changed your life. Okay, that's That's what I'm saying. That's why people would listen to you because you know what it's like to dig a deep hole and then get out. Yeah, man, I told... So That's who I want to hear from, by the way. I don't want to hear from somebody who doesn't have any scars. Oh, man. When Sam and you I know? were getting out of debt, so for those of you who don't know, my husband and I, we got married, uh, and soon after, you know, your student loans don't become due until about six months after you actually graduate. So we didn't really realize what we had combined. Mm-hmm. So about six, eight months into marriage, we realized we were deeply, deeply, deeply into debt. Most of it was student loan debt, uh, 280000 of st- of it was student loans and the rest two cars that we couldn't afford 20,000 in credit cards in the end we had 460,000 wow. in debt and when we started Ooh. when we started I got a little bit of an attitude because I know folks 
some folks have made me a little bit salty, Ken. So I have a little bit of attitude in my I voice. Like the when salt. we started, our I income like was 30K. Ooh. Because we were musicians fresh out. I worked at a clothing store. And, you know, we had big dreams and it was like, okay, what are we going to do? Put up or, you know, buck yeah. up or yeah. get out of here, you know? So, yeah. so we started working and uh, we were working for a cruise line, traveling all around the world. Uh, we ended up starting a business to try to get our income up and it worked. And we did any and everything we could in between our normal music jobs to earn money, Ken. Did you have a place to live or were you just living Ken, on the cruise ship? We were, okay, so you go out there for just a couple of days at a time, and then okay. you fly home. It's a lot of flights. Oh, And okay. we were living in a townhouse, and we got roommates. Yeah. Married folks. With roommates. With roommates. Because you were hardly ever there. Uh, we were there enough. <laughs> we were there enough. <laughs> so so you like you were like the real life friends episode. Ah, it, uh, it was, it, you know. They were I, always there. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, they were there all the time. And uh, we did that to save 600 bucks a month. And we did all sorts of things, Ken. Yeah. We, we didn't have a, we sold all of our furniture. Slept on an air mattress. That's but all you had We slept apartment? on an air mattress for five years, Ken Coleman. So when, when people come at me, Wow. And and they don't they don't think I'm qualified to teach this. A man with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an opinion. Because I did this. Sam Warshaw, Jade Warshaw, we did this. Do you guys have long term chiropractic care? <laughs> nah, dude. You we're were good. okay. You we guys were in were our twenties. You when you're in your twenties, you're made out of rubber, man. So you can do all whatever. you had in the uh, uh, town home was an air mattress. We had an air mattress for a good minute, and I remember when we saved up enough cash and we bought these. Faux, like, you know, the faux leather. Oh, yeah. That when you can't afford the, the Italian yeah. leather. Oh, yeah. We had these. You stick to it. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, when you get up to go to the bathroom when you're watching a game, you know what you I mean? Do. And the leg goes like this. <laughs> yeah. Right off the top. But I, we I were so there. excited to have them, we slept on them. Well, like, we sure. were like, I'm sleeping well, on these. Yeah, of course. But I'm saying, you know, the, the sacrifice to win, to walk through the baby steps, yeah. and to walk through baby step two, it yeah. took us seven and a half years to do that, Ken. And that's why. She's actually here because she did it. I don't want to take advice from a professor. I don't want to take a business class from a professor that has never run a successful business. So why would you take financial advice from somebody who's never failed financially yeah. and then had to win? Yeah. And, and that's the uh, thing. All you haters out there, don't get me started on the Sipping keyboard on that warriors. Haterade. haterade. I mean, they're, they're, they're cowards because they like to fire stuff from the safety of the keyboard. They'd never say it to your face. No. And so I don't listen to cowards. In fact, the, uh, the team over on the Ken Coleman show, mm -hmm. they're instructed. All negative comments. I don't mean like healthy, constructive Well, criticism. yeah, because we, we I mean do want to learn from, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, just the nasty, like, you're an idiot, whatever. Well, sure. I wouldn't argue with you for two seconds about it. And that's the thing. But I'm not going to read that crap. So it goes immediately into the deleted folder. So yeah. if you think you're really getting at us, you're not. Yeah. Take your venom somewhere else. Because we're out here really trying it. to help you. Yeah. We hear you guys. Yep. You guys are... you. What you're going through, we care about that. And have walked through it And ourselves. have walked through it. So the things that we're telling you is things that we yeah. have done, things that we have tried, things that we have felt. We are right there with you, man. If you're in baby step two, and if you're in what I call the six-figure freedom club where you're trying to pay off six figures or more of debt, I see you, man. Mm. I feel feel you i feel your pain i feel the struggle when you when it's friday night like tonight and everybody else is going out what'd you do on friday night take me back since we got the air matches what was friday night when you guys were broke nacho night <laughs> make some nachos at the crib 
Like pour, how? Pour Hold on, because you're a good cook. I am. What was old school broke jade nachos? Was it the, the, the shredded cheese melted or was it real nacho cheese? No, no. It was, was honestly, it? it was whatever we had, whatever we had in the, in the refrigerator. That's what I was going to figure out something to make. So, I did not. So some nights it was like vegan nachos. Some night it was protein nachos. No, it, no, it was, we, we keep it clean. It's always vegan. Don't get it twisted, Ken. Well, don't this don't is, be trying to get it I'm twisted. Not. I'm actually asking because you're a clean. <laughs> what folks did, don't know you're a super cleaner. So how do you eat clean when you're broke? Because I'd buy, be getting the government cheese for my nachos. You, I you promise stay on you the right outside. Now. You got to stay on the outside of the grocery store because that's where the, all the healthy stuff is. Fruits, vegetables, all the produce. And then know. if you're going to go on the inner aisles, that's where you get your proteins. So your nuts, your beans, okay. that kind of thing. Right. And you buy what's on sale. And what you can't buy fresh, you buy frozen. And what you can't afford to buy frozen, you buy in a can. That's how you do it. If you can't afford to buy the fresh spinach, you buy the frozen spinach, right? And you just work on down. If you can't get the, the fresh carrots, you buy the frozen carrots. If you can't get the frozen carrots, then you get the canned carrots. And you just go on down the line like that. That's good. But don't, nobody, no one can tell me that, oh, there's no way to eat healthy when you don't have money. You do uh, not have to buy ramen noodles. Uh, you do not have to buy McDonald's because McDonald's is not cheap anymore, by the way. No. You go through uh, fast food with kids, yeah. you're spending $70. By the way, I saw an article recently of a dude who uh, literally forgot, like he moved from somewhere and a friend of his brought his coat back to him. It was like a trench coat. Been two years. He gets the trench coat, hangs it up in the closet. A mm-hmm. couple days later, he puts it on, puts his hand in the pocket. This is a true story. And he feels something crinkling in there, and he pulls it out. It's a McDonald's hamburger that had been in there for at least two years. <gasps> oh, he opened it up expecting it to see like the mold Never. and the fur growing. Looked exactly the same as the day he bought. Fresh as a daisy. And I just got to tell you, I'm not eating that. Okay. If it can stay in a trench coat for two years and not mold, it probably shouldn't go in my belly is all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're exactly right. And so- But when it comes to nachos, I'd probably have to get some some processed meat or something. Look, I- don't get me started. You know what I do with the tofu. I'm I make just it work. messing with you right now. I make now. it work. But that's what I'm saying. You, hey, you, next time we're on together, I want in the third hour you to bring in some tofu nachos. I'll eat it on the air. I want to try it. I'll do something. I can't guarantee it's going to be nachos. I'll do something Well, tofu, again. anything. I'll, I've never had tofu in my life. What? Never. All right. I'll, the only I'll, person I'll, I'll eat it for is you, but it has to be on the show. I will hook it up. up. Don't you worry about that, Ken Coleman. All right. Well, well that was fun. It was. Hey, all that to say... We get it. As Jade said, she sees you, she hears you, and uh, we do. So, back to the phones we go. It's going to be fun. We're still here for you. Don't move. This is The Ramsey Show. All right, folks, welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, and uh, Jade Warshaw is with me. And so, in the last segment, I was talking about the uh, – because Jade's a clean eater. She's a cook. Uh, she's, she's fantastic with food and she, she makes me feel very guilty. And so, uh, I told the story about the guy who discovered the burger and the guys in the booth are so amazing. They, they looked it up. So for those watching on YouTube, we're going to pull this up on the screen here. I was wrong in one major factor. It wasn't two years in the jacket. It was 14 years, Jade. Oh my gosh. 14 years, this McDonald burger. And now... Uh, and this article came out a couple years ago. So now the burger is, by our calculations, 24 years of age. Oh, no. And he's kept it, Jade. It's now a 
collector's item, if you would. And it's still going strong? I could nuke it and eat it. Oh, I oh. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I said I could. It's that, still in its. It look. There's no mold on it. Nothing. It looks like you know. I am deeply there. It is deeply disturbed. There is the uh, picture of that meat. Oh, if that's what you can call it. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Long, so, oh careful, gosh. Careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be be. Ooh, Ooh, I have just, nothing left to go on after that. We're gonna leave that alone. I, all of a sudden, I have some indigestion. So <laughs> it, oh, let's gosh. move on. All right. Uh, so a lot of you are thinking about moving. And that's always exciting, and we want to be excited for you. We are, but we also want to make sure that you know what you're doing. You're going to be facing some sky-high prices. Interest rates aren't going to return to their record lows anytime soon, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't buy a home and that it's going to be impossible to buy a home. If you want to buy or sell, you got to make sure you're financially ready and you've got a trusted and experienced real estate agent to walk you through it, not a family friend who just got their license last month, and not someone who does it part-time who really wants to help you out. You need a pro, a true expert, and you can find a high-caliber Ramsey trusted agent that through our endorsed local providers program has been vetted and they're winners and have been winning for a long time because they know what they're doing and that now becomes knowledge that helps you out. And so we vet these agents from all around the country. You're going to get the best support in your area, whether you're moving from Florida to Alaska uh, or you're buying your first home somewhere in between RamseySolutions.com slash agent is the website to go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent and get yourself a real estate pro who we trust to help you out. So mm. there you go. Also, uh, I'm supposed to mention, no, I'm not. That's, that's next time. So I we met of some of these uh, real estate folks down in Austin. Oh, we did. Yeah. In we Indianapolis. Yeah. Man, and I can say these are great people. Yeah. If, you, if you are not sure about what we're talking about here, these uh, Ramsey trusted real estate, you need to get on it and get yeah, about it because absolutely. these are real people. They are vetted. They understand what's going on. And uh, yeah, just a little something there. There it is. RamseySolutions.com slash agent. All right, back to the phones we go. Los Angeles, California is where Daniel awaits. Daniel, how can we help? Hey, Ken. Hey, Jay. How are um, you, sir? I am a university. Um, I just moved out here on campus. I am $4,000 in debt. I have uh, my baby step one emergency fund. I have another $1,000 in cash um, in my bank account. And I currently am not paying rent. But um, my issue is that I'm currently at a work-study job that is not paying me as much as I was making with my prior higher education experience. Um, and I wanted to see if I should pivot that into either leaving the, the you know that workplace um, or just adding something else onto with the other experience that I have. Um, but honestly, the job that, I, that I'm currently doing isn't um, focused on the type of field that I'm trying to continue. It's, it's more not, administrative. It's um, not related. It's not. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time understanding some of what you're saying. So I got to clarify a couple things. The current work study or the job you're in now is not related to where you want to be long term. Is that what I heard? It's related to higher education, but it's not related to teaching, which is what I want to do long term. Okay, right. So it's not. It's really not the ladder that you want to be on. So that already is an indicator that we want to get out of there. I mean, it's stability to some level, but not much because you need to be making more money. But I want to pause the conversation real quick. I'm going to come in and clean up something really fast. 
uh, you've got $4,000 in debt and you got $4,000 in cash above and beyond baby step one, which is what we say is a $1,000 amount in a savings account for everyday emergencies, real emergencies. So why wouldn't you take the $4,000 cash above and beyond that and go ahead and pay that debt off and be debt-free? That would immediately save you money. Correction, it's it's $1,000 in cash, um, and I would like to put as much cash down on the debt that I have, but my... My conflict is just a low pay at the time. And, okay, and so I heard you incorrectly. Getting... He he's got he's got a thousand dollar emergency fund. He's got four k in debt, and didn't you say you have an additional thousand dollars? Yes, I have baby step one, and I have a thousand dollars in my bank account at the moment. Okay, yeah. I thought I heard four. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, we see. So we want you to get. Okay, all right, never mind. So we want you to keep working the baby steps. But, but I, I do have a question regarding that money. Are you going to have student loans when you come out of this? Like, are you, are you no, paying so cash for college? So fortunately, I have um, financial aid covers my, most of my schooling. Um, at the moment, I'm only paying $400 out of pocket for, um, a, you know, the rest of my rent and my parking permit. Good deal. So okay. 400 per quarter, so that's about 1200 a year. Okay. Good deal. All right, so let's just focus on this professional question then. What's keeping you from stepping out of this work you're doing now and getting back into teaching? Um, honestly, I've just been having a lot of time conflicts um, with my transition to the university and with housing, um, but I honestly need to just find another job. Um, there's a career fair today, so I also wanted to ask about some tips. Um, it, it is an education as well. So, All right, hit me with um, it. I mean, we're here for you. How can I help you most right now? At the moment, um, I think I just need a little bit of a nudge, but I also need... Um, I need guidance on how to transition or if I should add or just leave this workplace in general. No, no. Okay, I know. That's why we're kind of dancing around this thing. I'm saying, what are you, are you doubtful? Are you fearful? Because we know that I, I'm giving you the nudge. I've already told you that you need to start looking and we're going to be leaving this current job. It is not the ladder that you want to be on. We've already established that. So what guidance do you need on the transition? Because the transition, in my mind, is very simple. It is, I'm looking, I'm connecting, I'm interviewing, I'm accepting. That's it. We don't leave the current job until we have a new job to walk into. So transitions, to me, are really, really simple because we we remove risk. There's no risk involved in this scenario that I've heard so far. What are you earning at this work study? Currently, the max that I can that I can be earning is about three hundred and ten dollars a week um, take home, and so that's about twelve. So, if you're interested in education and you're earning, and you need to replace three hundred and ten dollars a week, can you just start tutoring? Is there anything else that you can do on your own? You don't need to wait for anybody else. You don't have to. Do you do you see what I'm saying? It's well, I believe I can tutor. Um, I'm also looking into different private. Um, companies that do tutoring, but on my own, I just I don't have any guidance for that, and I don't I don't know where to start. Okay, you do know where to start. Who do you want to teach? Who do you want to teach? Let's take all limits off this. Who do you want to teach? What I do want to teach um, higher education. I want to teach. Are you qualified um, to teach? Are you qualified to teach at the higher education level? 
I am not qualified to teach, but I, I do think I'm qualified to tutor. Okay, great. So if you don't know where to go, it's called Google. And when you're in Los Angeles, wherever you are, you're looking for people that are tutoring. It's called The Proximity Principle. It's a best-selling book. I'm going to give it to you because it's going to actually take all of this fear and all this confusion that you've got in your head. It's going to simplify. It's going to tell you the people to be around, the places to get into. You just need to get active, my friend. Stop thinking and start connecting. When I connect with the right people... They help me get in the right places, and that's when opportunity shows up, knocks on my door. But, young man, I wrote an entire book. It's going to walk you through it. Hang on the line. Get your chin up. Let's start going where the people are that you want to help, and you know where to find them. Start looking. Hang on the line. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me in studio this hour. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. We're here to talk to you about your life, your money life, your work life, your relationship life, and we want to help you win, so we are here for you. 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day is Luke 21:19. Stand firm and you will win in life. Our quote from LeBron James, people will hate you, rate you, shake you, and break you, but how strong you stand is what makes you. Whew. Did he did he say that or did he rip that off from somebody? That, that was like a book. That Felt was like, like he a... might be writing a song. Yeah. I'd had a little lyrical process. Okay, I gotta bring this up. And and I, I think I know where it's gonna go. And we can't okay. we can't spend more than thirty seconds okay, on it. Okay, come on, hit me. Um who's the greatest basketball player? Michael of all time? Jordan. Thank you. Michael much. Jordan Thank and you. don't at me. Thank you. I, yeah. I am willing to to yeah. lose friends over this. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. And I love bringing it up. It's like the greatest thing to fight about got- that never really gets ugly cuz it's just that. But- Check the rings. Thank you. Check the rings. That's Thank all you. I'm saying. Thank you. Thank all right, you. Then. All right. Hey, after record high prices and interest rates, could the housing market actually be cooling down? There have been some early indicators, but there's more to the story than just a clickable headline. We've got the full scoop on the current housing market in this weekend's edition of the Ramsey Newsletter. Simply sign up at RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter. That's RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. All right, back to the phones we go. Michael is in Indianapolis, Indiana. Michael, how can we help? Hey, uh, just, just to start off, I'm glad you both said Michael Jordan because I might have had a hang up. If you, you know. <laughs> and See, I, that's what I'm talking about, Michael. You're my guy. I, I would have been okay with that. Good for you, sir. All right, how can we help? Yeah, so um, my situation might be a little different than uh, some people um, right now, but um, I've been working from home for seven, eight years. Um, so, But I got a job opportunity, currently going through some intervening processes, but um, they might want me to come back into the office for – 50% of the week. So typically people are worried about going to, going to working from home. And, uh, I'm kind of thinking about maybe moving back to the office for 50% of the time, but, um, kind of just concerned about, um, family, family time, stuff like that. I, I right now, currently I'm a consultant. So been working in software consulting. I'm a architect Been working there for eight years, working from home and, kind of built the consulting company up to sale and uh, sold last year, cashed out and kind of don't see any real reason to, to stick around. Don't really see too much vertical movement here. Mm-hmm. And uh, got an opportunity 
with an insurance firm, um, possibly higher management. So I'd be reporting directly to the VP of the company. Okay. I'd be over pretty much their software solutions there, and I'd be over a team while they're developing all the stuff that they're working on. Will you get a nice bump as well in pay? Not necessarily. Um, it sounds like I might get a little bit, but uh, kind of not. Op- but the opportunity for a nice bump is there. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it might be a little bit. It might be like ten, fifteen thousand. But right. But I'm saying my salary is already co- pretty well. Right. But over the course of the next several years with growth, that's where the opportunity is coming. Is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, possibly. All right. Possibly. Well, it just kind of depends on what their uh, what their pay right. increase schedule looks like. Okay. Well, I think you got to get you got to find out that stuff. You you need to know. That's the kind of stuff it's right. okay to ask. You got to say you got to ask them what when somebody wants you, it's okay to be wanted, but it's also okay for you to say, "All right, I got to see if I want this." And I'm asking, "What does my vertical opportunity look like?" So I'd go find out. Now, here's the question I've got. I think this is the ultimate question. If this job that has been offered to you was 100% remote, would you be calling me right now? No, definitely not. <laughs> All right, so that's the answer. You want this job, and I think you should take this job. But but when see when I removed the whole remote thing, it was like, oh, I'd absolutely do it. It's a good professional move. You're completely worried, or you're just really comfortable in this remote gig you've been doing for seven to eight years. And so you've got to come to grips with that, my friend. But I would never, ever, 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 ever sacrifice an opportunity because of comfortability your kids are going to be fine your family's going to be fine if you go into work 50 percent of the week am i right oh yeah yeah. all right then for sure (laughs) so so here's my point if the family's going to be okay this now comes down to your preference your wife's preference and again that's an okay thing but I, but when you put it all on the table, and I hope you now and the audience can see what I've just did, I just put everything on the table, and I would never turn down this opportunity in this situation. I would take it. Jade? You're, you're the, the career coach, but this call relates to me deeply because when you said what you – that was my situation before coming here, built a business, is very successful, and the I was working I've – I've only worked from home. I've only worked um, – as a contractor, I've only worked for myself. So coming to Ramsey, it was a, a big opportunity, a new opportunity, totally different. I was going to have to go into the, the workforce uh, and come into the office every day, something I've never done. Um, used to being able to be on my own schedule. If the kids need this, I can go do it. And that was a big, a big thing to weigh. Um, so my two cents here is really making sure that you're not doing it for as we went through the pay, you're not doing it, but you truly, truly love and feel very connected to the purpose behind what it is that you're going to be doing. Because when when you start having those doubts about, oh man, I used to be able to just have this this level of autonomy, or I used, you know, it used to be I could pick up the kids at, at any at any point, and you're used to that, you'll immediately go back to your why, and it will be strong enough yeah. Yeah. to keep you. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's why I asked him, would you take this job? If it was remote, and he said absolutely, mm-hmm. and so we, so there's more pulling at you than than That's remote, right. and so I'm assuming that this is something that you're very excited about, and you see the potential. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely see the potential in it because it's like right now working consulting. It's like I, I work, I do the same thing I'd be doing at this job, yeah. but I'd be doing it for three, four companies at once, 
and there's been multiple times where I've been on two phone calls at once, one, one on each year, muting each one in between each conversation because some of the customers overlap meetings and the customer is always right. You know, you gotta be in there and, and they don't care if you have other projects cause they think yeah. they're your primary focus. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you're excited so about like, this new challenge. Right. Yeah, I think so. And I, and I feel like it would be less stress, even though it would be um, in the office. Cause it's like, I work from home, but I'm really locked in my office from eight to five. Exactly. Sometimes even working. And here's over. the deal. You said this is hybrid. This isn't even full time. That's so true. 50%. This is hybrid. I right. think it's a good thing, but I'd like to see you go from, and again, uh, it, Michael, if you're using the word think as just a throwaway word, that's fine. But I'd like to hear you go, oh yeah. I keep hearing, I think so, I think so. So I'm going to challenge you to go get to the answers that you need to where you go, I know so. Right. Is this a good yeah, move for you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> it would be a good move for See? the career, yes. For well, sure. yeah, but, again, <laughs> I, but again, but uh, again, Jade, she's, she's right, and this is what I teach. Don't just take this because you think so and because it's it, we got to know so. And right. here's and this whole process. I've been, I've been talking to my wife about it. She had a kind of an emotional response to me not working from home anymore. But uh, uh, it's, it's just like the initial hey, talking. Hey, let me don't, tell don't you. Don't ignore that. Let me tell you something, my friend. I will tell you that everything you've told me so far says that you should probably take this job with the caveat that you go get more answers so you know so. But I'm going to tell you something else. You just threw me new information. Mm-hmm. And this is a marriage decision. Make no mistake oh, yeah. about it. Well, you better get straight with her on this. And it's yeah. not as simple as her not being on board with it. It is It is your job. And I'm going to call men out here. It is your job in this situation because it's your opportunity to go to your wife and cast a vision for her and not tell her what you're doing, but sell it to her to where she actually goes, okay, uh, you better solve this because if you take this gig and Jade, she's still having problems with it. Oh, it's going to be miserable. So please get this thing straight. Let's not rush into this. Uh, The weekend is a good time for some dates. Some mm. conversations here, Mike. Conversation. Hey, great job, Jade Warshaw. Always fun to be with you. And I want to say thanks to the Austin and the crew there that kept us on the air today. Hey, America, this is your show. Thank you so much for being a part of it. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.